Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello and happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. I am your host, Dr. Alex Swenson Ridley. And as we're all getting back into life after the 4th of July weekend, I wanted to share some thoughts that I've been having around diets and transforming your relationship with food and the difference because so every ever since I went public with kind of my my own weight loss journey and posted a rather transparent shall we say photo on on Facebook you know just sharing how how much my body's changed since March and and kind of the process I've gone through I've been getting a lot of questions especially during my own holiday celebration where I was around a lot of my husband's family and they were like so how did you do this did you did you eat keto have you been doing keto and like this thing keeps coming up about keto and as I was walking through Costco getting ready for our trip because we you know basically went off grid so we had to take everything with us and I we had four teenage boys coming with us so I was going through areas of the store that I don't normally frequent quite as much because it's a little bit different of a situation I still managed to eat chicken and vegetables, as my husband asked me not to do, but I still managed to do that. But I, I was getting stuff for them. And I was just really aware of how much keto has become like the new thing. And this this has happened with every, it, it like becomes a fad, right? And so now you can get keto ice cream and you can get keto chips and you can get keto this and keto that. And it really frustrates me to no end because and like we, this is nobody's fault except maybe like the food marketing industry, right? We get pulled into these things where this, it becomes completely gimmicky and we stop to recognize like what the purpose of eating keto, if, if you want to call it that, is and get sucked into like, oh, well, I can still have all this stuff while following this thing that's supposed to help me lose weight. But then nine times out of 10, you're not going to start losing weight and you're still going to be screwed up because... All of that stuff has a bunch of additives and it has a bunch, it still has sugar in it and it has all of these things. So before I get way too off the rails on my soapbox here, let's just, let's talk about what the keto diet is and what eating to put your body in ketosis, which is the ability to, it's making the switch from where you burn sugar to burning fat for fuel and essentially release weight that way. And so the whole idea behind the keto diet is that you are making that switch and putting yourself into ketosis where you have ketones present in your urine is, is typically how it's looked at. And that's proteins that are, you know, being expelled that tell you that your body is in fat burning mode rather than in, in glucose burning mode. And our bodies are wired to burn sugar. Like that is, that is how we're wired. We tend to eat that way. But the problem has become over the years, you know, literally everything that is out there that is processed has sugar in it. It's, you know, it's either high fructose corn syrup, which now there a lot of things are moving to not being that, which is an improvement, but it's still sugar. It has cane sugar or it has regular sugar. It has, you know, 
there's 64 names for sugar. There's corn sugar. There's, there's so many things. And so it's hidden in all of the stuff. And I, I have this conversation with my clients all the time because one of the things that we do is we come off of sugar. And they're always like, I like this happened today. You know, a lady was like, I was, you know, having my kombucha, which I thought was healthy and great for me. And there's 10 grams of added sugar in it. And I was like, I know because that's what the bacteria feed off of. And so there's certain things like we need some level of sugar, but we don't need as much as we eat. And when we eat so much of it, our body's becoming insulin resistant because it's having to produce all this insulin to keep up with it. And it, it can't function. Our liver stops functioning. Our hormones go to out of whack and we have trouble with always putting on weight and not being able to lose it. And this is essentially like my story and most of the women that I've ever worked with. So you have to really be clear on, like if you're going to do a diet and I was around one of my husband's cousins a lot this weekend and she's, you know, she's overweight and she's really like been on the track to wanting to lose weight and be really serious about this. And she was, we had a wedding this weekend and had 4th of July. And you know, there were tons of people in his super small village in like rural Alaska where he's from that hadn't been there in years. So just like lots of fun, lots of connecting, lots of food <laughs> and stuff that she and I don't normally eat. And when I left yesterday, she was really frustrated with herself because she felt like she'd just, you know, fallen off of the wagon and fallen off her diet and was having to start all over and was just feeling super frustrated. And I know that's like 99% of the people out there because we get, you know, ourselves into, we, we think that the way that we have to, you know, eat to lose weight or, or whatever it is, it's like, it becomes this thing about willpower and it becomes this thing about deprivation and, you know, not getting to do the things that you would normally do or have. And there's no freedom around that whatsoever. And I hated that place and it didn't work for me and it doesn't work for anyone else I know because when you're doing things by willpower and by, you know, by cheating, by having the, you know, the keto, whatever, ice cream <laughs> or whatever it is, or feeling like you need that, that thing because you still have an emotional attachment to whatever it is, or you, you still, you know, you're drawn by most of our food choices honestly come from an emotional place. They don't come from uh, like our body actually needs that nutritiously to eat it. It's like, Oh, I want that. Um, or I need that right now because I had a hard day, like whatever it is, we, we have these triggers and things that drive our food choices and the food marketing industry is really good at playing to those and creating products that, you know, make you feel like you're following your diet, but really you're putting a bunch of stuff in your body that your body still doesn't need. And so when you do that, it detracts from that purpose of like, following a keto diet and takes away the energy and the, and the support and the nutrients that your body probably needs to process and start burning fat, like, you know, processing food and all that. It, it distracts from it. That's what I'm trying to say. So there's so many things I could, tangents I could go off on this, but what I, I wanted to share, you know, I keep getting asked like, okay, what did you do? How, how did you lose 20 pounds in three months? And I had COVID for six weeks of that. So I was, you know, not exercising and I was eating food. Um, there was a period where I had my fever where I just had no appetite, but that was like for three days I was eating and not exercising. And I, I lost a bunch of weight. And there's, there's a couple things to think about with this because one of the reasons that our body will hold on to fat instead of releasing it, especially if you've been trying the keto thing for a long time or intermittent fasting or any of that, is that we as women, we chronically undereat. I've talked about this all the time. You know, we're not eating enough calories. If you're following like a 1200 calorie diet, I did a webinar last week and um, 
this woman got on and, and just shared like, hey, you know, I've, I've done the 1200 calorie diet. I've done the keto. I, my thyroid is, I keep being told I'm normal, but I can't lose weight. What's wrong? Like everything with that picture is wrong, right? If we eat where our body thinks we're starving, it holds on to everything because it's, it's thinking that it needs to store everything it's got for when the food just runs out because we're not consuming enough. So that's number one is you have to, you know, you have to actually eat food and enough of it. Like usually it's 10 times your body weight and that's where you, everything will say like, you have to eat less than that in order to lose weight. BS, you have to eat enough. So ladies, please start eating enough. That's number one. The second is, you know, we have to look at our relationship to food. Like we, we really honestly do. And this is the thing that I went through and what I did. And so did I follow a keto process? I would actually say, no, I didn't follow a keto diet. Did I eat so that my body went into ketosis, which is a place of fat burning and, and releasing fat and made that switch to burn fat instead of sugar? Yes, I did do that. But I did it with real food. I didn't do it with, you know, any of the like, I think I have, I, I meant to grab for the video, I have these keto snaps, which I, I'd bought before I did any of this, just because they looked good, because it was like almonds and dark chocolate, and I was like, hmm, that sounds good, um, on a day that I was grocery shopping hungry. Another thing that you should never do, <laughs> but, you know, even that, like, it had sugar in it, and so the whole point behind making your body flip the switch to burning fat instead of sugar is you have to deprive it of sugar, like all sugar, including sugar that is in some vegetables and in some fruits or not some, but all fruits. And you know, there's, there's like, basically you're eating dark, leafy, green, bitter veggies and meat and good fats, lots of good fats. And that's where you have to stay in order to really get that switch to flip. I think I said that right. There's another caveat with this though, is that women with hormone problems, i.e. me, you know, I really had to go about this in my own way because I, part of my journey is I needed my own accountability. So I did a program and it was, you know, something that was finally successful for me, but their whole approach and, and point was around creating food freedom. And that's really where I feel like I'm at right now. Have to, having gone through this, it's like I completely transformed my relationship with food and with my cravings and with my emotions that drive choices. And so now it doesn't mean I never give in. Like I did eat a piece of wedding cake, a small one, <laughs> but I did eat it, felt terrible afterwards. But you know, I, I didn't make myself guilty about it because I was making a choice. I was like, I'm at a wedding. I haven't been at one of these in like three years. And that cake looks amazing. It was like, had blueberry frosting. It was fantastic. But you know, I, I knew that I wasn't going to feel well later because I haven't been eating dairy or gluten at all. So but it's, it's about that freedom to make the choice and not be like my husband's cousin who was, you know, down and, you know, upset and, and just feeling really distraught about what happened to her diet over the weekend. Whereas I'm like, you know, I get to go home and I've still got some weight I want to lose. And so I was like, you know, I'm like ready and excited to take on getting my body into that place of fat burning mode again and, and going through ketosis. Is it, is it following the keto diet? Not at all. Not at all. There's no diet in this. There's freedom around making choices and having variety in what I, what I do. And so, you know, a lot of what I learned about was actually going into seasons with your body. So spring is where we go into fat burning mode. It's where it's a lot of dark leafy greens. There's not much sugar around. And I'm going to get back to the part about hormones in just a second. And then, you know, summer is where you have more of those fruits and, and berries, but continuing with a lot of vegetables and a lot of, you know, like 
things in abundance that actually grow and don't come out of a box. And so many of us, I know like high performing women were like, but Dr. Abs, I don't have time to cook. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. You can find time. And you know, part of it's about shifting priorities and recognizing a need for us to like, I have so much more energy that's more stable. I'm actually super exhausted today because we didn't get home till 1am, but you know, I feel good and like I can go do things. I'm even on my period and I still feel good and I didn't have PMS this time around. And there's so much stuff that comes from just feeding our bodies the way it wants and needs to be fed. Back to the hormone thing. You know, if you're listening to this, because I know keto has been this big thing and that's why so many food companies are now marketing to our emotional need for the things that we're not supposed to have on that diet, right? And I hate the term diet. Like we, we need to just find a a freedom with food to choose, you know, where we're going to live, but transform that relationship so that where we live is not in the world of processed junk. Like that's, that's, that's where the shift needs to come. That's where the weight loss can come from is you have to eat real food. And so part of that transformation is recognizing, you know, priorities and figuring out how you can make real food in your life. Like I, one of the things I, I coach and, and counsel around a lot is like, where am I going to fit this into, into my life? Where do I fit cooking? Where do I fit like food prep? Where do I fit these things? And so there's, there's different things. Like I used to, when I was full-time in my office, I would cook on Sundays and Wednesdays because Wednesdays I had a shorter day and I knew I'd be home early enough and I'd just make enough that I had lunches and dinners and, and some variety in there, but, but I'd cook, those were my cooking days. And the other days, you know, I was eating leftovers or maybe I one meal would eat out if I really had to. But then I had my list of like places that were okay that had foods that I was going to feel okay eating in that scenario. So you have to like be willing to go outside the box and just figure out what's going to work for you and not be totally overwhelmed by it. Another resource I love is the cookbook, um, cook once and eat all week. It's great. Just Google it. If it seems like it's a good, good fit for you, get it. It's, it's a good one. And one that, you know, my family enjoys and all of that. So getting back to, we're all over the place on this episode, so hopefully you can follow my train of thought here, but you know, we have to transform our relationship with food and what happens as a result of that, like my hormones have started to balance. That's why I started to lose weight. And the caveat with this and what I was getting into talking about is, you know, there's this extreme version of what we call deep spring in this program that I went through. And it was like absolutely no sugar whatsoever and super low carb, like incredibly low carb. I mean, we weren't even eating things like zucchini or squashes or, or any of the like higher carbohydrate vegetables. And I felt awful, <laughs> like no energy. I was hungry all the time. I was crabby. I had like, couldn't get myself up to do anything. And finally, like three weeks into this process, they did some like short little special thing on women with hormone issues. And we're like, oh yeah, you guys should probably be eating what they called middle foods. And so I made that switch and that included things like zucchini and <laughs> um, some squashes, a little bit of sweet potato and just adding, you know, some legumes, adding those back into my life. Um, not in excess, but just enough that I was able to find that happy medium of where my body felt good and would actually stay in fat burning mode, even with higher carbohydrate content. And the carbs are important because carbs break down to sugar. So when you're trying to make the flip from your body burning sugar to your body burning fat, everyone says go low carb. There's too low because our bodies actually need carbohydrates is part of the building blocks of our hormones. So when you have hormone issues, you might need a higher level of that. 
I will say I've read like all these books and all, you know, all this stuff out there about flip, flipping the switch and all of them come back to being keto on some level. And even this program I did, you know, people were upset because they were like, I didn't think I was going to be following another keto diet. And I would make the argument at this point that it wasn't because it was based on real f whole foods and with an understanding of the stuff that's bad for us and that most bodies don't react well to, like dairy, which is essentially cow pus in a jar or <laughs> in cheese and, you know, things like, I don't think gluten is in a lot of keto stuff because it's a higher, higher carb content, but, you know, just recognizing that you can still have junk and, and bad stuff within this so-called diet, right? So we really have to look at, like, my, my biggest thing that I want to share with you here is if you've tried all the diets, if you're, like, frustrated, maybe you've been trying the keto thing and it's not working for you or you're following, you know, recipes and stuff. Like, I've seen so many recipes that are, like, full-fat ricotta cheese and all of this stuff. Like, you don't need the dairy in order to increase your fat content. You just need some avocados and some avocado oil and some coconut oil and some nuts and olives and you're good to go. But really focusing on that that relationship with food and transforming that so that it's not about deprivation and what you can't have and feeling frustrated and guilty and like you're falling off the wagon and all of this stuff. When you find the freedom, because all of that, the stress around it will actually cause you to keep weight on too. It, it stress impacts your ability to lose weight and things like not eating enough is another form of stress that impacts your ability to lose weight. But when you're emotionally distraught because you know, you don't like how you look and you don't want to be in pictures and you feel like you're not losing weight or maybe you've gone the other direction and everything you've tried, you kept putting on weight and you're just super down about the whole thing. All of that will impact your ability to lose weight as well. And so I would actually say that in this is kind of a follow up on the webinar I did, which I'll, I'll post a link to that as well. Um, I talked about, you know, the three key things I learned about how to start losing weight when everything else you've tried has not worked. Like the biggest one there is around mindset. Like we have to be able to make that shift and be able to get our minds in a place where we're not reacting stress-wise and where we have some freedom and we're understanding our inner dialogue and, and, you know, making some transformational shifts that allow us to go through a process and then maintain it. Like I did not maintain eating. That's the other thing. You shouldn't have to eat keto or, or super restricted for an extended period of time. Like you should be able to release the weight and then have some freedom of choice. And so for the last probably month, because I was traveling and, you know, in places that had like fresh fruit and things that I hadn't, that I don't always get in Alaska, I was off of, of that and, and eating with a lot more flexibility and freedom than I had, but with some certain like hard passes, you know, dairy and gluten, hard pass, except when, I, when I'm at a wedding apparently. <laughs> but, you know, and with all of that, I haven't put on weight again. Like, it hasn't crept back up. I've stayed about the same. If anything, I think I've actually lost a little bit more. And that's all been about just, you know, getting my hormones back in balance and my body not being so stressed and being able to start releasing the weight. And so, you know, you have to get to this place where you can ebb and flow and go through seasons or cycles with how, how you eat and how you do this stuff and have some variety because when we don't, we get stagnant and stuck and that's when we start developing, you know, I work with so many women with um, 
food sensitivities that are like allergic to weird things like apples or you know that things that should be should be good for you and that you shouldn't have any any problem eating and if you're at that point like your body is just in desperate need of some transformational change that is going to start with your mind and working through you know our triggers and the things that draw us to certain foods and like I know one of mine is if I'm feeling had a stressful day or whatever I immediately want a coffee drink from Bucko's which is this like local coffee stand for those not in Fairbanks Alaska that's amazingly good but not good for me right so like I I know what my triggers are and so it's then it's about figuring out what is going to replace that you know what can you do that would give you the same sort of feeling of relief without giving your body something that it shouldn't have so hopefully this is helpful on on some level and you know, my big thing is like, I'm here to help people stop having to go through the yo-yo of following this diet or that diet and, you know, doing everything by willpower or on your own or feeling stuck. And I talked a little bit about this on the webinar and I'm just going to mention it briefly here. And if it's your cup of tea, awesome. And if not, that's totally cool. I'll keep showing up and doing stuff. But, you know, if you feel like you need help with this or you're just tired of doing the yo-yo thing all the time or you're like my husband's cousin and just like get down and, and fall off the wagon and it could be for you know a day a week a month or six years like if that's you I I've taken all of the stuff that I've learned and turned it into a shorter it's a 12-week program specific to women with hormone issues on losing weight and so if you want to I'm going to put a link to the to that in the show notes so you can go and find out more information just check it out and if that's something you want to embark on we're doing like a soft launch of our, our first process you can join anytime but we're going to officially launch it on the 16th of this month I believe is what I said might have been the 12th next week <laughs> we're doing it next week I should know these things so check that out you know if you're already in the women's health rejuvenation program I know a lot of you listen to this you automatically have access to it but for those who are not and maybe are looking for more of a entry-level starting point this would be a place to to jump in it's a, a full group program and I'll be you know doing live coaching sessions and stuff once a week but it's it's a great starting point and will help you walk through this process of creating transformation around food rather than continuing the cycle of feeling stuck and trying to you know eat the keto alternatives that probably are going to keep you stuck and, and not really help your body heal on the way that it needs to heal and give you the freedom in the future to to eat food right and to to have like to understand your cravings and to know what to eat and not to go back to the way you've always been but to just have freedom around what you're going to do going forward so I hope this serves you. We will see you on Thursday and then again next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. 
There you'll have access to free training, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.